Welcome to this episode of Fintech Unfiltered. I'm your host, Rick Morgan, and today I'm joined by August De Los Reyes, the Chief Design Officer at Varo Money. Before coming to Varo, August was the head of design at Xbox, as well as the head of design at Pinterest, and the Director of User Experience at Google. That's quite the resume. August, thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me, Rick. So I want to get started. Um, you know, you were the head of design at Pinterest and Xbox, and you were the director of UX at Google. Um, why leave big tech for a financial startup? Well, um, I think at this stage in my career, uh, what I'm looking at is impact. And what I found with big tech uh, is the, the promise of scale and ubiquity isn't only limited to big tech. Uh, I think we're at a state of art today where um, even the smallest organizations uh, can have a tremendous impact uh, on a imagined scale. So you're very outspoken about making technology inclusive um, and how doing so can actually make technology better for everyone. Um, for example, uh, I read a Fast Company article that profiled you where they talk about the typewriter was actually uh, created by someone for their blind wife. Now, uh, the press release about your hiring talks a lot about financial inclusion, but as a chief design officer, I suspect that what they hired you was more for what you could do on the design side. Um, what does a more inclusive banking app look like? I mean, how do we improve on that? Well, um, I want to approach it with two things that I've been obsessed about in the prior roles that you had mentioned. Um, when I was at Xbox, uh, what was top of mind for me uh, was to create a very accessible experience. Uh, I myself had gone, had an accident uh, where I'm now in a wheelchair. So you can imagine the, what was the top of mind for me uh, in helping design the Xbox One was to make sure as many people as possible could enjoy uh, the emotions and uh, jubilation of uh, playing games. Uh, at the same time, uh, what I discovered about uh, inclusive design, which is an approach to accessibility, one that you had mentioned, is that it's kind of a counterintuitive approach where you start with someone uh, who's excluded uh, from a typical experience and actually optimize a solution for him or her, and assuming that that solution will benefit everyone else. And in the article you mentioned, uh, there's the typewriter, which was originally invented for someone who was blind, but today we all kind of expect it. The same thing is with the remote control, uh, which was originally intended for people who had mobility differences that couldn't get up and cross the living room for themselves, and then you jump a few decades ahead. Mm -hmm. We all kind of expect a remote control uh, to come with our television. So even though these were all born out of a kind of accessibility solution through an inclusive process, it benefits everyone. And in the course of my most recent roles, what I realized is that this approach for inclusive design could go beyond accessibility in terms of physical or mental ability differences. In fact, it could be applied to different areas where people are typically excluded uh, for one reason or another, uh, but if a solution was designed to optimize for that exclusion, 
it actually benefits everyone else, which brings us to financial inclusion. I think the opportunity at VARO, uh, the highest level, uh, is that we're kind of bucking a lot of these traditional norms that one would expect uh, of a bank being, uh, first and foremost, mobile mobile first and digital. Uh, but what are some of the advantages we get uh, from shedding uh, some of those uh, traditional practices and how do we repurpose that capacity to something else? And I think this is where financial inclusion and inclusive design come into play, where we look at people who are either, uh, I wouldn't say excluded, uh, but aren't the, the kind of target uh, audience or target consumer for typical banking scenarios and really create a kind of situation that's optimized for them, assuming that it'll benefit everyone else, whether they experience that kind of uh, difference uh, in experience or not. So when you Does say, that make sense? yeah, no, that, that makes sense. But uh, kind of, if you could kind of dig into this a little bit, um, you know, th- uh, it sounds like you're going to sort of, um, when making whatever design changes you're going to make or uh, develop the design for Varo, um, that you're really going to prioritize um, including people who might have felt excluded or sort of left out by the by that the financial system. Um, throughout their lives, which is kind of what VARO has talked uh, a great deal about, is making things um, more accessible and making finance more accessible for everyday people who might not have a ton of money stashed away, um, and kind of making people feel included in the banking system. Um, from a design aspect, I mean, how, how do you factor into that? Uh, what, what are some of the things that you really want to prioritize when you're designing VARO, um, the VARO app for, for people? Well, here's here's the thing, and this is where uh, part of my background uh, from the video game sector comes into play. Uh, uh, At the surface level, designing a bank app uh, seems to be about the features and the offerings, the platform, the products that a bank might offer. But if we think about what the ultimate human end goal of these applications are for, it's really about creating a state of mind. Uh, We recently had some research done uh, where we talked about the so-called new American dream, which is not so much about the what, the components of what comprise the American dream, but the new American dream is really about um, a state of mind. It's about a sense of freedom to do what you want, a sense of security, a peace of mind to know that the basics are being covered and also a sense of happiness or satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And why I bring up video games is because if you think about the design intent of any video game, its primary intent is to generate emotions. It's to generate very distinct emotions. And sure, these emotions are generated from a fiction, a kind of narrative of the game. Uh, but in fact, uh, this is an entire software practice, a technology practice, uh, that uses data and machine learning and user testing to pinpoint the exact emotional responses uh, the game designers want players to feel. Now, if you take that sort of framework and you combine it with inclusive design, what we're doing at VARO isn't just creating the table stakes of uh, the kind of offerings that a bank offers, but also we're kind of designing it to create a very specific uh, state of mind. Again, that kind of uh, sense of safety and security 
and freedom and satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this time, it's not a kind of fictitious gaming world. This is uh, uh, these are emotions that we're trying to generate through. Uh, your actual real life financial yeah. situation. Yeah, that makes sense. And but how do you create those emotions? I mean, what kind of things do you do to do that? Oh well, um, first of all, it's uh, really about observing uh, customers, um, and it's and not just a kind of uh, typical uh, uh, usability time to task sort of way. Uh, but there are a lot of methodologies that are both quantitative and qualitative that could actually measure. Uh, certain targeted emotions. I don't know how technical you want to get into the the, the um, measuring of emotions, but uh, in a way, you could kind of simplify it by thinking that emotion is kind of like a vector. It's really just uh, amplitude and direction, and what we want is a kind of positive direction with as much amplitude as possible. Well, let's let's dig into it a little bit. I'll tell you if we get to. Uh, I'll, I'll say when, so to speak. Um, okay. You know, I uh, you talk about creating these emotions and creating this sense of security, and obviously there is a design aspect to that. Um, there, there's got to be something that um, that you've noticed in users that does give them that sense of security. And I'm, I've talked to Colin Walsh before on the phone, the CEO of Varo, and he's talked a lot about um, encouraging people to save and making it easy to save. Um, you know, uh, the idea that if an average American hits an emergency, uh, they'll actually have the money stashed away to to help them through that emergency. I know that's something that Colin talks a great deal about. Um, I feel like the, the the one of the reasons Varo had to have brought you on is because they want to encourage that that feeling of um, encouraging you to save and encouraging you to uh, want to put money away. And I'm sure design has a big aspect of that. Um, and you know, with all your your huge breadths of experience um, with Xbox, Pinterest, Google. Um, what are some things that you think you can bring from those to sort of make it more encouraging to save? And, you know, uh, feel free to dig into the nitty gritty. And if if, um, if it gets too much, I'll, I'll tell you. Oh, sure, sure. Um, so uh, there are kind of two approaches. Like, like, well, let's take your example of getting people to say, there's one where uh, you could say, all right, it's a good idea to save. It's a good idea to have n number of months resources. It's kind of like your emergency fund. And all you have to do is set aside this amount every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one approach. But the other approach, uh, which is much more of a kind of satisfying, exploratory learning approach, which uh, gains you all the time, is rather than being prescriptive, uh, and providing you a kind of recipe for saving. Think about the last time you had to read an instruction manual to play a video game. Instead, what games do is they provide the tools and the resources and the environment in which it's safe to explore possible outcomes. And when the user or the player comes to that own conclusion, and sees that if they take certain actions through their own discovery, that they're in fact saving using the tools that are made available to them, then the fact that it's discovered through their own exploratory learning not only reinforces that behavior, but it creates a sense of satisfaction. And I'd even go so far to say as fun Mm -hmm. uh, to actually uh, elicit these new behaviors. So are you saying- Oh, go ahead. No, 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 please, please. 
Yeah, and I'm not talking about gamifying. In fact, uh, my former colleagues would be mortified if I used that term. It's not a, there, there's no notion of gamification, but rather, uh, just to be more precise, it's about taking some of the principles that are used to elicit emotions in a very satisfying way, which in game design is considered fun, and applying those principles uh, to more real-world uh, scenarios, such as setting aside an emergency fund. Uh, and I think that there are ways to elicit that behavior without being prescriptive uh, or um, uh, shoving it down people's throats. So that there, there, there are ways to uh, set up um, a kind of exploratory environment mm -hmm. at which someone can arrive at that conclusion themselves. I see. So you're saying that you're going to kind of make it a little bit more easy to just um, to kind of come to your own conclusions and to explore and to discover um, sort of the benefits of saving through just making it user friendly um, and making things a little bit more obvious. Like if you're saving X amount of money a month, um, showing that to someone so that they feel good about it um, and they can learn, you know, through their own uh, habits as opposed to, you know, having them set up some sort of preordained, you know, every week I'm going to put aside $30 or whatever it might be. Um, showing people a little bit of um, what they can put away through their own experiences as they kind of use the Varo app. Exactly. And there's um, a notion of not only feedback, but feed forward as well. Mm -hmm. uh, that if someone's already starting this behavior of rounding up their purchases and those extra, uh, that extra change goes into um, a separate fund without them doing anything, uh, then the the feed forward could also be a kind of signal that says, well, if you decide to do this plus something else, uh, then you'll actually get to the emergency fund goal at this date rather than um, a few weeks later. Uh, so there's a way of uh, creating both a forward-looking uh, um, way to incent people uh, to arrive at these conclusions themselves. Um, so my last question that I want to ask uh, as someone who's relatively new to uh, the financial technology world, um, when you look around at banking apps, um, you know, Varo's and others, uh, what do you see as some of the common pitfalls of banking apps and how is Varo going to avoid those pitfalls? Well, um, I'm just going to talk about Varo specifically, which is what I'm pushing for is that um, a, a shortcoming uh, is the uh, well, not really shortcoming, but an opportunity uh, so that we can focus on what the actual human end goal of all of this management and uh, uh, the, all of this management of personal finance gets you. Uh, and so what I, in this kind of longer term vision of what the experience might be, I view Varo as a bank in the same sense that that device that you carry around as a phone, even though we only use it as a phone for less than 2% of its actual utility, we call it a phone because it's something that we understand and we can relate to. And I think Varo as the bank of the future will, will be a bank in that sense. But I think it could be so much more in helping people, people realize not only that kind of state of mind of freedom and security and happiness, but actually translate uh, uh, all of these resources uh, into uh, results and outcomes that affect our everyday lives. Okay, great. August, 
Well, we really appreciate you joining us. That was fantastic, and uh, we look forward to seeing what you do at Varro in the uh, coming months and years and kind of seeing what, where it goes from here. Uh, thanks so much, Rick. Thanks for having me. Of course. It was a real pleasure. I appreciate it. Thanks, Eric. Yeah.